As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test. Baccalaureate bachelors at Brown blandish bouquets the, at the behest of bachelorettes from BYU because they're bent on bumping butts. Baccalaureate bachelors at Brown blandish bouquets the, at the behest of bachelorettes from BYU because they're bent on bumping butts. All right, the microphone seems to be working. It is 3.28 p.m., on a Friday, getting ready to meet with my client, David Halsberg. David um, David comes to me from the military. It looks like the military wants a psych evaluation done on him. So I don't know if I've ever done something like that for the military before. That'll be fun. I'm sure, I'm sure if he's a person in the military, he's lighthearted and willing to have a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, before David arrives, just a little bit of time for a self-check-in. What's going on with me? What's going on in my world? You know, I am still on a bit of a whirlwind from a, a California vacation I took, and uh, vacation is is part of it. But really, I was there for a, a friend's wedding, and it was a beautiful wedding and just a beautiful ceremony. I'm so happy for them, uh, and I got some beach time too, which was nice, even though I had to take a plane, which I hated. Uh, but it's interesting because when a friend gets married in L.A. And then you see all of these people you used to know who moved to L.A. five years ago. It's like it's the world's most specific pop quiz of like, I know I know you, but I haven't had to summon your name in a long time. Anyways, I only got two names wrong, which I think is pretty good overall for a wedding of all of those faces. And I will even say one of the names I got wrong, I conflated the right last name of somebody I knew from high school with the wrong first name. <laughs> so I knew who that person was. I just said the wrong first name. Uh, I, I, whatever. Uh, the, the funny thing is neither person whose name I got wrong corrected me. <laughs> They were both just totally okay with me going by whatever name I thought they I knew them by. And there's something about their 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 lack of interest in correcting me that I'm like, I guess I'm kind of glad I don't really know these cowards' names because they don't even have the ball. Oh, oh, hello. Oh. Hey, Dave. Hi. Uh Dave, David? Yes, uh, David's fine. David's fine, not Dave. Uh, Dave was Dave was wrong. Uh, well, it's it's Whatever you want to call me. <laughs> All right. We'll go with uh, uh, Big D, maybe. Big, All right. Come on in here, Big well, D. I, okay. I, I'm not sure about Big D. That uh, Hi. Small D? Uh, no. D? no we, you, Big D's fine. Big D is all right. Okay. All right. Well, hey, Big D. Nice to meet you. I'm Ian. Uh, hi, Ian. Uh, can I can I sit? Yeah, if you want to sit. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I'm a, uh -huh. a little uncomfortable. I don't, uh, don't uh, talk to a lot of uh, people. You don't talk to a lot of people. Interesting. 
not even uh, other folks in the military with you? I imagine there's a lot of just instant camaraderie because it's like, hey, we all signed up to potentially die. Mm. Let's be friends. Well, I did uh, back in about 2000, 2001, early 2001. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, well, I went up into space and, and got uh, lost for some time. You you went up into space mm-hmm. in 2001 and you got lost. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I, I just. I feel like we're getting into it too quickly. Can I just? Uh, no, it's all right. I, I, can Can I just get to know you a little bit? Are, oh, doctor? sure. Yeah. Um, are you a doctor? Uh, no, I am a CTWROS, which is not a doctor at all, actually. Uh, what is that? A CTWROS? Oh, I, uh, well, it's. Uh, it just means I'm a creative thinker who rents office space. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the, I think very creatively. Cool. I used to do improv comedy, and uh, now I do this. Oh, wow. And I rent office space in New York City. And, Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, very impressive. Uh, they they just... I, I've been locked in a room for a couple of years, uh, and they said I can get out, uh, roam the world again uh, with uh, approval after a psych eval. Is, is that something yeah. you can... I, I am doing a psych eval. I've already filled about half of it out before you arrived. I just kind of, I figured I knew the man you are. Right. So we only got half to go, really. Okay. Uh, what what do you need to know? Oh, there's a lot of stuff about, like, uh, uh, do you think you've experienced love before? Oh, I was married. Uh, or you were married? Well, married. that doesn't mean anything. Oh, well, but I had a child. Have a child. That doesn't. That still doesn't. There's plenty of people who have children with people they hate. Oh, well, I love my child very much. Okay, so uh, you love your child. All right, I'll, I'll write that down. I'm going to put a little question mark next to it. Why? But I, I love my child. Question mark. Great, great. I didn't feel. I didn't feel. You know, I. I don't know you well enough to know if I. You're telling the truth yet. Okay. Uh, well, I haven't seen my child in about what, 27 years now. 27 years. Let's see. 2001 is when you went up to space. So a couple of years before you went up to space, you had stopped seeing your child. Well, oh, what year is it? It's uh, 2023, I hope. 2023. Okay. All right. So it's been about 22 years. Twenty years. 22 years. You know what? You said you didn't want to get into this too fast. I feel like I, I'm already, if I'm filling out the last half of the psych evaluation that I already filled out half before you got here, yeah. maybe that's moving a little too fast, right? Let's uh, more get to know you stuff, right? I assume, uh, just based on what you said, is it fair to assume that you're in the Space Force? Um, No. That w- Is that a thing now? Space Force? Yeah, unfortunately it is. Mm, no. Unfortunately, it's very real. Wow. No, I'm actually, I was a part of uh, the Navy and uh, there was a secret message that, that uh, came across the, the government's face, whatever. I, I didn't know about it. They just told me to go up into space um, to found, find these coordinates near Mars. When I did, uh, it said there was a first contact possibility. I, uh, first contact. Yeah, I Interesting. I, I prefer I prefer lenses because I, I, I like I you know a contact in the in straight in the eye you just got to jam it in your eye. I'm not interested in that. I would rather have something on the outside of my face. Well, we uh, had to wear glasses in in space if that's what you're talking about. Oh, good. Okay, but yes. I was good. Okay. talking about uh, meeting aliens. Meeting aliens. Right, yeah, uh, uh, outer space, alien, uh, other life forms. 
But that, uh, well, that that can't exist, can it? I mean, that's not. I mean, ugh, let's put the psych evaluation to the side. This is just two guys in a room talking. Yeah. Well, I'm here that's to. Not, that's not real. Tell right? you it's it, not real. It is. It is. There's uh, race up there, uh, beyond any of our wildest dreams. They left a door for me. It was just me. All all my other space colleagues uh, perished on the way there. Oh, no. Well, uh, no wonder you're not having camaraderie. You can't have camaraderie with dead people. That's the lesson the weekend at Bernie's taught us. I've never seen it. I've heard of it. No, well, that would have come out before you went to space. I think you, canonically you could have seen it. I could have. No, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. You just chose not to. I All right. wasn't a big movie guy. Um, mm. So, yeah, the, the door opened, and uh, I went through, and the only way I could explain it is there were... Uh, a lot of stars in there. Yeah, and then um, they kept me locked in a uh, like this weird-looking hotel room. I started okay. aging. Uh, okay. Then I started de-age. Sometimes uh, I I will sporadically begin to age and okay. de-age and age again. All right. Excuse me as I just erase the part of the psych eval I already filled out, because I actually do think we need to go back over a few of these things just hearing you talk. Great. Sorry, I just got to – this is this erasing is going to take some time if you want to talk more about the alien or whatever. Uh, I never actually met any aliens, but they basically put me in a human zoo for um, 17 lifetimes, uh, about, was what it felt like to me. But 17 lifetimes? Yeah. It felt like – Eons, and then uh, just Ian, Ian, it's Ian. Hi, Ian. Ian, not eons. I right. just get it. I get it all the time. I I think there's some mix up going on here, but um, then in about May of 2002, uh, I I just woke up totally naked in a friendlies in Scranton, Pennsylvania, mm. and the government uh, found me and. Locked me in a room, did some tests on me, and that's where I've been ever since. Oh, my God. So the aliens tested you, and then you think, oh, finally I'm home, and then the humans test you. Yeah. It's like, that's irony. Uh, irony. I have a lot of trust issues. Really? Mm-hmm. You're the first you tr- real person I'm having a conversation with <laughs> in, I don't know, 30 years? Well, you know, in some ways, I, I appreciate that the government came to me because I am a creative thinker. You know, you go to a regular therapist, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. But I've been I've been through the ringer. I've been on Lloyd Night at UCB. So, you know, I really think that I've experienced the right amount of uh, trauma that I can actually talk to you like a real human being. You know what I mean? Well, I, I feel that in you. There's a, a slight... The trauma? Well, yeah, there's a slight joy to your voice, but underneath that, I can feel the joy comes from a sense of pain and trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the kind joy of the other way a... around. Really? You project trauma, but you feel joy? Yeah, all the time. Very... I would have never thought I would never thought of you as a joyous person just based on this brief interaction. In the back of my head, uh, there there's the thought of throwing my four-year-old girl in the air and catching her and seeing her giggle. Right. Keep in mind, she's got to be like what twenty-seven or something. About now? twenty-seven now, probably. So it's, a, it's very. It's a very different relationship when your adult father throws a twenty-seven-year-old daughter in the air. It's a very different relationship. Yeah, I, I, I'm. F- if you approve me, I'm free to go see my daughter now. 
I don't I don't know that I'm gonna rush you back into a relationship with your daughter just yet. I just you know like let's like we like you said it's a process and you're still getting to know me after all. Right. Um. Uh. You know I like nachos. That's my favorite food. If I had to say. Oh, I always liked tacos. Well, what is a taco but a a, a more constructed nacho? What is, uh, this is borderlining on a Jim Gaffigan bit. Is it? Uh, I, I'm not quite. I think I might have heard of Jim Gaffigan, but I, it sort of rings a bell. Yeah, in the '90s, he did Pale Force with Conan O'Brien on uh, on the Conan O'Brien show. So that that like Conan guy still around? He's around. He's actually doing podcasts now, which uh, is a, a, an unsuccessful medium that nobody should be a part of. But, yeah. you know, he's he's trying. Bless his heart, he's I'm, trying. I'm not familiar with podcasts. Can we go down that rabbit hole? podcasts uh what if radio was worse uh what if radio didn't have the rights to any of the music it was playing sort hmm. of thing i guess it's a podcast yeah that sounds awful yeah it's not good it's not good what else did i is, is tv still a thing tv is a thing it, cable not as much no cable not yeah i see that eyebrow went as, that eyebrow went very far up your head when i said that yeah i'm i was a big uh, tv guy well, it, it, it is a thing. It's just not consolidated in the same way. You kind of have to subscribe to a bunch of different services that serve you the television. Hmm. I don't think I like that. Yeah, and most of us don't, but oh. we're, we're not really in control of our lives as much anymore. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, hey, what was your entertainment on the way up with the spaceship? I mean, you must not have been watching television. What were you doing? How would you uh, entertain? I played some chess with the computer chess with a computer well that's not gonna be very social he won every what? time did i i'm i'm sorry to backtrack because i i don't want to well of course the computer's gonna win every time it's computer you don't don't beat yourself up um excuse me i should not turn my phone off for this therapy uh, session if you heard that ding what's a, what i phone? apologize i david yeah david they had phones no yeah, I, know I know what a had, phone is but that didn't I, sound like a phone the ding didn't sound like a phone? No. Well, phones go boo doo 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 boo doo 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 That's our secretary of tra- transportation these days. Uh, uh, his name is Pete. Oh, okay. um, wow. he's, he's great. We, we, we like, I mean, he's a little bit of a moderate. I wish he was more progressive. But yeah. other than that, we like him, I think. Thanks for catching um, me up. Oh, it's no problem. Um, David, did I ask specifically why you didn't die and everybody else did? Was there something about the chess room that was protected, or were you chosen for some particular reason? Uh, it was, it was the computer. The computer sort of uh, went a little crazy, uh, started killing. Uh, well, actually, first the the people in hydro hypo sleep hypersleep, they were first I, to go. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I forget what it was called. It's been so many years. Uh, and but it was, it was just me and and a friend left, and then uh, uh, just eventually, as we're trying to shut down the computer that went haywire, he uh, mm. he died. He yeah, mm. lost uh, into can space. I, ask, I don't know why I'm asking this. Was this computer very neutral voiced, and was it kind of disturbing when you were trying to shut it down, where it was like almost begging you not to in a neutral voice, and even though it was neutral, you felt incredibly creeped out. I just I'm curious. I'm just exploring possibilities. That's uh, sort of triggering. Uh, triggering. It, it was sort of. It was traumatizing. Okay. The computer sang a cute little song as I was shutting it down. Yeah. Oh, cute little song. I yeah. questioned if 
his his yeah, it's the the computers it's his uh, they is uh, that's another thing you probably missed but, I think they for the computer probably works sure they I was I wondered if they had emotions I was they were fighting for their their life if that is a thing mm. uh, well um I'm horrified that's horrifying I'm so sorry that you went through that yeah have, uh, I'm surprised I haven't heard too much about um computer uprisings i kind of thought that might have been a thing not really i i i feel like this isn't quite the same thing but i feel like once when i was a kid i typed boobs onto my calculator and it got mad at me it got mad what did that's did it i just that was a feeling that i had oh so that was guilt on the inside yeah uh, my, my my internal monologue was i made the calculator do this the calculator didn't want to say boobs it said boobs well, it said boobs once I inserted a number sequence that when you flipped it upside down sort of vaguely resembled the word boobs. I used to do that. The other thing that I really liked doing was uh, uh, parentheses, period, close parentheses, parentheses, period, uh, close parentheses. You ever do that? <laughs> There's something about the way how you said it languagely that it just all <laughs> went sideways like i know you're saying a thing that i recognize and i'm sure if i typed it out as you said it it would make perfect sense but when you just say it like that no i got no idea what you mean well um i'll, I'll let you know a little secret what i used to do i was about 12 years old i'd get my calculator i would type that in order i'd light a little candle have a little lotion and tissue nearby you might want to do that tonight <laughs> interesting there's all the joy right, of okay. my life wow all <laughs> i haven't right, thought about that okay. in years all right, Dave, you're a freak who likes to burn lotion. I like it. <laughs> you just like to set lotion on fire. What a freak you are, David. You know, I did that a lot in space as well. Set lotion on fire? Well, well I mean, we were speaking metaphorically, right? Uh, if you want to. You know, yeah, in the same way metaphor, you can yeah. set fire with two sticks, you know, you're rubbing it together. Well, the, the 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 gesture you just made was masturbation. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what. Oh, I was you're. About. Oh, it was all code for masturbate. Oh, I get it. Okay, you were masturbating. Big, okay, big fan of masturbation. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. So you were masturbating even on a spaceship full of your dead friends. They. David, David, yeah. look at me. Oh, I I can't. You can't. I final look at you. Okay. Uh, did you masturbate on a spaceship full of your dead friends? I did it once. Once? Twice. Okay. I did it twice. Okay. David, I have to I have to change the answer on the psych evaluation to this question every time you change your answer. Okay. All right. So just the question on the psych evaluation. Did you masturbate on the ship with your dead friends? And then I and then I have to input one number. <sighs> Give me one number, David. It was two. Two. That's with them dead. With them dead. It right. was two. Okay. Before okay. they had died, it was a lot more. Probably okay. about three times a day. Okay. Three times a day. Now that's not. I can't imagine that's healthy. No. Well, I, look, I'm no Kinsey, and, and I've seen that movie once when I was a child. Uh, uh, I'm no Kinsey sex doctor, but I, I would I would think that um, I would think you'd run out of juice that's that feels like borderline sex addiction tiger woods type stuff by the way i got some terrible news about tiger woods yeah he's a golfer right 
Yeah, he's uh, uh, you know what? I don't even want to spoil. You know, you you should enjoy Tiger Woods for what he always was back in the nineties. Don't even worry about what happened to him post two thousand. Okay, he's big fan. As far as you should know, he's a great guy. I love him. Don't get in a car with him. Uh, look, um, uh, it's not important. Um, okay, you were masturbating three times a day, and this was all in secret in the lavatory. Was this sort of like a mutual circle jerk masturbation thing? Well, like, we hey, just, we're all going to. I see where you're going. No, I mean, it was a large spaceship. Most people were in cryo sleep. That's it, cryo sleep. Cryo sleep. Good one. Good word. And it was just me, and Frank, and. Uh, you know, I would just master. I mean, when I was with my wife, we'd have sex twice, twice a day. Oh, nice, dude! Nice, and twice I'm a day. Up in space, I have to, you know. Well, I, yeah, I mean, the I th- there's some. I mean, I think if you have a partner doing it with you that multiple times a day, that's different than like the isolated. I do it to myself three times a day. So, like, sex twice a day, love it masturbation three times a day you're a freak and stop what if it was sex twice a day and masturbation twice a day so i was basically cutting back in space Hmm. uh that's that's interesting i i i don't know why you would need to masturbate if you have a partner to fulfill that like it does feel like again like what is that urge to do things by yourself why can't you just be codependent on another person like healthy people are I was thinking that maybe this conversation would lead uh, in talking about the pain and trauma I've had since going into space, but you're mm. you're rooting out the problems from before. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. I'm also thinking that maybe some of these problems from before is what made you such a great target to be the subject of all these investigations like oh we know this guy's a sex freak who really wants to be alone you know what i mean and so they're like all right let's kill all his friends let's see if he still masturbates like a sex freak and you did twice and uh and then you know they they explore whatever's going on with you and then they dump you back in a what was it friendlies in pennsylvania scranton pennsylvania scranton pennsylvania listen and for the record, don't judge yourself one second about that. The amount of times I've woken up naked in a friendly, it's like, don't even worry about it. That's just a that's just a human being thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you were dumped there without your consent, I mean, obviously I'm worried about that, right? So I'm so, the problem. So you're the problem, I think. I think you're potentially... I think uh, if it's more helpful to think of it this way, I think you've always been the problem. Hmm. Probably since you were born, you're the reason why most people on earth aren't happy right like if we solve you maybe you're the first domino towards world peace but because you're such a uh, a sex freak you know we're, we're like we're, we're going to constantly hit the wall of like oh i guess i guess climate change is still happening i guess we're all going to burn up and die this one sex freak won't solve his problems climate what climate change oh god you know uh uh Ah, climate change. Well, uh, since we left Earth, it turns out uh, we haven't been treating Earth so well, and Earth's all going to die, and we're all going to die with it. And nobody wants to do anything about it because corporate's uh, uh, corporate money is too heavily involved, and uh, the oil industry basically bankrolls Republican politicians, and Republican politicians still have power because they've gerrymandered to have power. It's just little uh, like I'd rather tell you about that than Tiger Woods because I don't want to bum you out. But mm-hmm. that's the truth of the world. I uh, 
I think I, I probably had it better in the space hotel. Probably. Probably. Now, uh, this is the second time you've described it as a hotel. Yeah. And I am wondering, like, uh, what at, why, why is the word hotel coming to mind? Like, what was it about your surroundings or the way you were treated? Well, no, I mean, everything I could want was there. There was food that would pop up. There was, you know, a bed where I could masturbate in. There was a, a big bathroom that I could masturbate in. But, uh... Yeah, I, I it just seemed that's every. You just listed everything you could want, and you listed two masturbation things and almost nothing else. Well, David. I mean, the it was real. Like I could have said bedroom, you know, but uh, the been. wallpaper was. Uh, it just felt like a hotel, you know. The okay. carpeting was felt like a hotel. Okay, all right. Well, I, I get that. Uh, okay, hey David, what do you masturbate to? Uh, is, it, is it ideas? Is it pornography? Uh, my imagination. So I'd say imagination. ideas. Imagination. That could be why you're even more of a test subject. Because like, if somebody's masturbating to porn, it's like, well, it's clear what's going on with them. They're fantasizing about being in the pornography. Hmm. But somebody who's just masturbating to the air, somebody who's aimlessly staring off into space and just whacking at their tallywhacker, like that's that's somebody who you wanna you wanna know more about, wouldn't you say? Well, you just described masturbating in space, staring off into space. I, you know, I did. I did. And I think that's the perfect location to masturbate, because when you, you know, finish, it's just floating there, you know, and it's such an easy clean. The easy, I would now... Forgive me, but that sounds more difficult to clean to me. Why? Maybe I just don't know this. Why? Well, when I mas <laughs> when I masturbate, I usually focus it into a uh, uh, an easy receptacle. Tissue. And that receptacle. Tissue. Wife. Oh. <laughs> don't have one of those. But uh, but yeah, I, I I find some place to dump it. A toilet. You know, I find a place to dump it directly. Shower drain. Clump of hair and anything that you know will, will absorb it. <laughs> I really didn't like clump of hair. Oh, it's my hair. It's like I ask I, when I get a haircut, I ask the barber if they can sweep up all my hair for me, and sure. you know, because I need I, I I'm a recycler. That's part of climate change. You got to recycle. Before uh, 2001, uh, mm -hmm. I would. I'm just gonna say it. Come on, myself. Okay. I'd find tissues, I'd you know, maybe a sock, I'd wipe okay. myself up. Okay. But then in space, it just blurps into like a bubble that I can just right. very easily take. There's no wiping it out of my pubes. It's just picking it up say, in the air. When you say take, so you mean by hand, you're grabbing it. And then and then what's what's step two? You grab it with your hand. <laughs> And then, and then I walk over to the toilet that you know okay. that goes out into space. I drop okay. it in, and now my my semen is flying in space. Okay, but you see how your hand has become an unnecessary middleman just from the space aspect of it. Hmm. Just a little bit, David. You can see that maybe. Well, I mean, the surface tension of jism in space is is that so it doesn't really stick. To your finger, so I could just knock it towards the toilet. Oh, it doesn't mm. stick on my fingies. 
All right. You know, uh, David, I, I want to ask 100 more follow-up questions, but at this point, I do feel like it is worth getting back into the psych evaluation just a little bit. Yeah, okay? please, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, we could always hang out for with a coffee and talk about masturbation for hours, really. Well, sure. I, I think I'd have to approve you for uh, uh, a public consumption, I think is how, how, how it's been described to me. I have to approve you for public consumption first before we let you public out of here. consumption? They're going to yeah. consume me? Well, in a way, in a way, we're all consumed together by each other. That's also an aspect of social media, which is also going to be pretty new to you, I know. Well, okay. What's the yeah. next question on the psyche? The next question. All right. Uh, the next The next question is, uh, what is your Instagram handle? Uh, oh, you know what? We literally just talked about this. You're not going to. Well, just answer the question to the best of your ability. All right, David, what's your Instagram handle? Well, if I had to have an Instagram handle, I would probably make it out to be at... S-C-M-A-K-O. Those are the letters on my jacket. When I was in space. My space jacket. Your space jacket. All right. That's S-C-M-K-O. M-A-K-O. M-A-K-O. Hmm. No, I like it better without the A. All right. I'll make it without the A. That's fine. No, no, no. no. I mean, if that's what was on your jacket, that's what was on your jacket. It's just such a specific thing to be on your jacket. Do you think you were? Do you think you took someone else's place who was supposed to go to space? Is that like was that jacket meant for someone else? Uh, you know, come you to grabbed, think of you it, you grabbed last minute out of the navy, right? I like was. that doesn't seem. Yeah, come to think of it, everyone else was trained to be up in space by NASA. I was the only naval officer there. Mm. The only That's seaman, a- if you will. That's I won't I won't at all. Uh, uh, but they, uh, they, uh, that's interesting. That's that reminds me. Now I don't know the timeline of this movie, but Armageddon. That's very Armageddon esque, where they take a bunch of like miners and they make them into NASA space engineers because the only person who knows how to blow up the meteorite is like a coal miner or something. Uh, I don't know. Willis, it's been a while, right? And Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the last movie I saw before going up to space. Okay, right. So there, you must have related to that in a way, being the only Navy person sent on a mission to space. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to Armageddon. That's probably the only movie I relate to. And I will say, part of that movie is a famous father sings a love song about his daughter falling in love. So... Maybe there's a part of your life there that you can recognize, too. Maybe you need to be, before we can let you see your daughter again, maybe you need to write a song that she makes out with some hot actor, too. Will you help me write that song and find that actor? Uh, sure. Yeah, I, don't, I, got, I got nothing else going on. I Actually, I, I do a little bit of acting myself if you want me to kiss your daughter. You said hot. Okay. Oh, meow, David. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought I, you just were I'm, aware of your looks. I, uh, I'm the first person you've seen in 20 fucking years. You can't. This isn't a hot piece of ass to you. Is it the glasses? Should I be wearing contacts? Do you want me to wear first contacts? I'm a big fan of glasses. I, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's just your face. Really? My face? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just don't like it. No, that, no honestly, that's infuriating. I'm just... Ah, okay, you know, I'm going to fill out a few more of these psych evaluation questions for you based on you thinking my face is ugly. All right, mm-hmm. uh, eyesight, let's go, let's see, 2020 is good. Let's go like 8.5. Eight 8.5 for eyesight. You can just um, determine that. 
uh, well, I mean, if you're looking at my face and calling it ugly, that's not 2020 vision. That's more like 8.5. Um, okay, let's see. Um, b- 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 ability to comprehend the basics of humanity. That's a no if you're seeing me as ugly. That's not going to be true. Um, I don't, okay. Hmm? I'd like a second opinion. Second opinion? Oh, great. Take a second opinion on my face. Really get in there, really look at it, and tell me what you think of it, okay? Uh, it's 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah. Okay. You want to you wanna touch the side? Just ro- ro- gently uh, caress my face and just see if that affects, uh, gets an even higher score than 10 out of 10? Is, is this a weird kink? No. Are you taking advantage no. of me? Oh, no. No. You haven't been around since 2001. This is a totally normal human interaction is that you stroke someone's face and tell them they're beautiful. Now just do it to me, David. Just do it to me. You're beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. Okay. All right, David. All right. Now this is starting to look up. The psychovaluation is starting to look up. You may see your daughter again. I feel so dirty. Interesting. Interesting. Did you feel dirty in the human zoo? I mean, all I really did was lay in bed, brush my teeth. I ate a lobster over and over again. Oh, and masturbate. But, well, no, you you use the singular for lobster there. You ate one lobster over and over again. Yeah, it was literally them putting me through the same that's, thing over and over again. That's, but I was aware of. Yeah, it. that's disturbing. Uh, okay, um, and also you you seem to be aware that you were being watched, and yet the masturbation was okay. So it seems like maybe it was almost performative in a way. Did you ever feel like you were performing? Or putting on a show in that little zoo hotel? Yes. Yeah. Did you like it? Well, they uh, would put me in a dress. And they would uh, make me put on lipstick. It's odd that this information is just coming out now, but I guess I just must have triggered you with the right question. Sometimes that's what a good therapist does, is they just keep prying until all this new information comes out. Great. Okay. Dress, lipstick. They told me to fuck myself like I was a little piggy. But, like, they wouldn't use words. It was just in my head. Uh And I'm like, were those my Uh thoughts or were those thoughts incepted into my head? Uh Uh And this was, I'm following a lot of timelines here. This was after you shut down the computer. Oh, yeah. So it was not the computer's voice in your head. It was like a new something. It was an an obelisk, really. Obelisk. Now that, and now the only thing I can think to know about an obelisk is how phallical shaped it is. Mm. <laughs> That's the most sexually excited I've seen you yet this session, David. Um, do you have a masturbatorium I could just walk into? If you're no, I don't have a masturbatorium. If you want to just kind of block my eyesight with the office stray dog, um, I'm more than happy to blindfold myself with the dog while you take care of yourself if you need to. That sounds a little too bestial. No, no, no. I'm not saying that the dog will be involved in the sexuality at all. The dog will only be used as a prop to block my eyes from seeing your sexuality. Who's going to block the dog's eyes? Well, the the dog's a freak. This dog is straight up a... um, Well, I almost said this dog is straight up Tiger Woods, but you don't know about that yet. Uh, But this dog is... um, This dog's got... uh, What's a... God, what was somebody who had a lot of sex in the 90s that I can reference? (laughs) <laughs> that won't be incredibly problematic to reference. Um, 
Oh God, it was hard. It's hard to think of very sexually active people in the 1990s that weren't problematic. I don't know why that is. Hmm. Me? Elizabeth Hurley? Okay, you. All right. <laughs> Let's go with you. Okay. What was the question? Uh, 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 the, uh, the dog, <laughs> you can't, you can't ask me to backtrack in a sentence, David. That's not how therapy works. You get, if you're not keeping track of the questions, then none of us are. Oh no, I'm doing bad, aren't I? They're the gonna... dog is a very sexually active being, I think was the only point. And he's more than happy to watch you masturbate. And if it's helpful for you to have a little refrain that you say to yourself about how bad you are while you masturbate, I won't stop you. To be honest, I haven't masturbated since they locked me in that room back in oh. May of 2002. Maybe 2002. Now, you're also very good with the timelines of this stuff, by the way. Which I would just think, like, if I was living through a trauma, I wouldn't remember the month and the day. I think I would just let it be absorbed. You mean there are no dates in your mind that remind you of trauma? A traumatic experience? Not really. At least not personal ones. I guess there's general... Uh, there's some U.S. history stuff, by the way, that happened in 2001 that I do not want to catch you up on right now, but I remember some of those dates as well. S sorry. Like what? You know what? Don't even worry about it. I got good news for you. Our, our president throws a mean fastball right down the middle of the plate. That's all I'll say. That's the good news, David. If you were worried about whether or not our president could throw a fastball at a Yankees game, he can, and he did. USA. USA. Uh, that's also something we chanted when we murdered somebody uh, at a baseball game. So there, at a baseball game, people uh, simultaneously found out that somebody was murdered, and the, the collective chant that they decided to go into was USA. Fun times post two thousand one. I tell you what. Wow. Yeah. Not that I'm not. I'm not saying that that guy didn't deserve to be murdered, but I'm just saying I don't know that I wanted a patriotic moment out of it by chanting our nation's name as if we're thrilled about this murder that happened. Anyways. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to the to the hotel in space. You could go back to the space hotel. I am. Really? Yeah. Because you're going to give up on your daughter? Oh, damn. Yeah, that's the hard part, right? Can't take your daughter to the space hotel, nor nor should you want to based on what you do there. Do you miss your wife at all? I do. She's not really been the focus as much. It's m more about my daughter, but my wife, she's probably 50 now, and I'm stuck in this... 28 year old's body so it's like i could probably find somebody hotter you know what i mean At, well i i david i do but uh, stop it that's wrong don't do that your daughter is that age for fuck's sake just again i know i know it's confusing i know you've been through a lot i know you're a very horned up person who hasn't seen a lot of other human beings but stop it don't do that no are you allowed Pass. to just tell me to stop as my therapist uh-huh, yeah, all the time. I do it all the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I've, Especially... I'll, yeah, I'll go especially back to if my I'm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to your wife. Especially in a psychiatric evaluation. That's when a therapist really needs to tell you what to do so you can pass the test, right? Do you want to pass the test or not? I do, I do, yeah. Okay, good. You're going to go back to your wife. That's good. I'm going to write that down. Going cool. back to his wife, tail between his legs, apologizing like a sorry little piece of shit that he is, okay? Wait, what why else, am I apologizing? Because you were missing for 20 years, masturbating on a, on a sexploration. I was not That's masturbating for 20 years. I was masturbating what? for a couple months until I was, you know, thrown into this, this, this eons long 
minute. E- Ian. Ian's long. And we've been going for about a half hour. No. Um, uh, anyways, look, uh, uh, your wife's not going to believe that. All right. She's a 50 year old woman. She's going to see through your shit now. That's the thing about dating a 20 year old is different than dating a 50 year old. 50 year olds see all your shit. 20 year olds, they're a little all over the place. And oh no, I went drinking with my friends and I forgot what a toxic man you are. Not a 50 year old. Okay. But what if I date like a hot 40 or something? 30? Uh, well, um, <laughs> you immediately had to go down to the 30. You couldn't even imagine a scenario where you were dating a hot 40 year old. That was too far for you. You had to bump it down to 30. Well, I, um, yeah. No, defend right. yourself. Go right away. I was going to say it would have to be a hot 40 year old, but I couldn't really see myself scoring somebody who is super hot because, you know, I see myself as, I don't know, a seven, maybe a six. So I went down to 30, but it looks, you know, as long as you got that bod. Okay. David, you're a little too obsessed with looks. Uh, Once again, you called my face ugly, which I think is uh, a sign that maybe your your standards are too high. Uh, uh, Look, if I'm not your standard, then lower your standards. Wow. Hmm. That's right. I'm just from a time where all the pretty people were on the magazine covers, and that's just what we expected. That's true. That was the 90s. But again, we, we, it's weird. We don't necessarily look back at the 90s as a great time other than politics was certainly a better time. But generally speaking, the 90s still had some things that we hadn't quite talked through as a culture yet, you know. And and, and we're, we're a little bit more evolved now. So just try and keep up with how evolved we are now. It's perfectly it's perfectly all right to date a 40 year old, date a 50 year old and not worry about whether or not they're hot. Hmm. It's about companionship, right? It's about not dying alone. It's about knowing if you're alone, you're losing, and that you have to be codependent on somebody else for their happy, for your own happiness, right? I don't think I can die. Now you're saying this because of the whole aging thing and the back and forth and the experiments. Yeah, they uh, literally ripped me apart, and my skin kind of sewed itself back on me. Soak itself back on you. I mean, on the one hand, that is turning me on. On the other hand, that's still disturbing. You know what, David? There's so much to figure out about you, and, and we don't have too much time left. Sometimes what I like to do with my clients, especially if they're going through a psych evaluation, I just like for you to completely turn off your brain and let's see what happens after that. Would you be okay if I led you through a guided meditation? That sounds great to me, yeah. Great. Thank you so much, David. Uh, just so you know, this guided meditation, I actually came up with this meditation while watching a lot of a Jeff Probst TV show, uh, specifically a Jeff Probst reality TV show. And then I just, this meditation just came to me. Isn't that nice? I don't know who Jeff Probst is, but yes. Don't worry about it. It's not important to you. All right. <clears throat> and David, if you would just please listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three to. Picture yourself rising up from the street. Now you did your time. You took your chances. Some would even say you went the distance and now you're back on your feet. Just a man and his will to survive.
staying hungry. They stack the odds till we take to the street for the kill with the skill to survive. Because you see, David, it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of your rival and the last known survivor well he stalks his prey in the night and he's watching you now David inside of your little zoo hotel with the eye of the tiger and we're coming out of the meditation now David and three you went the distance and now you're not gonna stop and two and one and you're back with me how are you feeling how was that for you I'm revived. Revived. When I closed my eyes, I was back in the zoo. David, you've gone just a little bit computer voice on me. You're just a little bit more monotone than you used to be. I just want to make sure that everything behind those eyes is going okay. I can't do that for you, Ian. Now, David, I'm I'm looking straight into your eyes, and am I? You tell me if I'm wrong, David. But am I seeing the word "boobs" in your eyes, David? Am I reading boobs? Nothing but boobs. Okay, David. Um, you know what? Um, psych evaluation's going great. I think you're great. I'm happy to do. Anything you want me to do for you? You seem like in a real sing-songy mood. If you want to compose that song to your daughter. Daisy. Daisy. David, and just try it maybe, maybe try it like a barbershop quartet. Try the lower end of the notes, David. So you just continue to sing Daisy. Is that your daughter's name, by the way? Daisy. Daisy. That's beautiful, David. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. So you know what? Good on you, friend. Um, just don't mm, kill me. Don't murder me. I don't want to go to the zoo next. So uh, yeah, good to go. Fill clean bill of health. I think you're perfectly capable of being around a 27-year-old girl that you're related to. I can't see anything going wrong. Hey, it was great to meet you, friend. Uh, honestly, most normal conversation I've ever had with a naval officer. Must kill people. Great. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Have a good one. Good seeing you. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was terrifying. I'm alive. I'm alive. That's the important point. I think I satisfied all that sex freak's needs. I, I, I feel terrible for his little girl, but honestly, like, first things come first, and, and daddy had to live. Daddy had to survive. Oh, David, David, David. I wonder what the name of the person was who he took their place on that space mission was. Now, wait a minute. I can do pop quizzes about names. I can remember the name. I can remember the name that was on that jacket. It was... Oh, it was last name Mako, first name Waco? Waco Mako? Quick note to self. I figured it out. It's Sean Mako. That's who was supposed to go to space in place of my client. Oh, what a coincidence, because I know Sean, and he's so wonderful and funny and delightful. He's an improviser, a comedian, a podcaster. You can follow Sean on Instagram. Ironically, 
<laughs> at my uh, client's Instagram handle, at S-C-M-A-K-O. You also want to make sure you check out Sean's podcast, In the Blink of an Eye, with Nick Rockwell, a producer of uh, this show sometimes is what I hear. Nick Rockwell and Sean Mako do a fantastic Only Here for a Week podcast. If you miss it, you miss it. Blink of an Eye. Blink of an Eye pod on Instagram. The Blink of an Eye pod. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ERHarland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes a wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Be sure you follow at Sigmund Fraud Pod if you want to see behind-the-scenes photos of me and some of my clients, which shouldn't get out there. I need to shut that account down somehow. Okay, Ian, obviously you insult a lot of people living in Los Angeles by forgetting their names and then calling them cowards. Uh, there's also just not necessarily flattering portrayals of uh, modern society that you give in this episode, so let's just make sure that this episode never gets out there because you never want to get distracted by, oh my God, is that George W. Bush throwing a baseball? Wow. It's like all the other tragedy in life melts away when you watch that.